Welcome back to another episode of Sideline Stories. This is season one, episode nine, and I'm joined by Zach Hiller from LAA. Zach, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. So, Zach, you grew up in a small town called Suffern, New York, which is just north of the city, and it's a pretty small town. But can you just talk a little bit about what it was like growing up there? Was it a situation where small towns, but you had big dreams of moving to the city one day? Yeah, I mean, it was a it was, it was a pretty it was a small smaller town. You know, New York City was like 35, 40 minutes away. But while I was growing up, I didn't even realize what that meant. Or like, I I don't even think I ever went to New York City. Or maybe I went once and was like, this is out of control. Like this is kind of more what more my speed and what I'm looking for. Um, but yeah, I guess when I was in high school and just from playing hockey and everything, I, I got to see some um, some more opportunities of like, okay, there's some there's some uh, bigger cities, bigger bigger schools out there that I might uh, might fit me and my personality best. So um, I ended up using hockey, obviously, to figure out where I would end up at school. So I got a full scholarship offer, but it was a small school in Maryland, and it kind of had like that high school feel or the town that I was used to, and mm-hmm. I wanted more. Uh, I guess more diverse, uh, bigger campus. And that's how I ended up uh, at Michigan. Right. So you, you didn't end up taking that scholarship offer because you ended up at a big school like Michigan and thinking about when you were at Michigan, what's one lesson you learned either inside or outside the classroom that you kind of took away with and that kind of led you to where you were today? What's something that you really walked away from when you, when you graduated? I think the, the biggest thing that I walked away with from college is was an experience and just being on your own and just learning on the fly and just uh, getting getting to know a diverse group of people and just meeting everybody that you could and just networking. I think college is more about networking than like, well, it depends on obviously what field you want to go into. If you want to be a doctor, I hope you're studying bio and chem as, 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 as best as you can and mm-hmm. or other fields. But for me, what, what I wanted to do and be in sports and entertainment, it was just networking, getting to know people and understand people and just experiencing life um, and just learning on the fly. So that was kind of what my college takeaway was. It's just, I guess, to enjoy every second of it and make the best of it and just use it as an experience as you continue through life. Yeah, definitely. And I know that the sports and entertainment world, you rely on that networking skills so much. And while you were at Michigan, you started your own business, it was like a, a nightclub and, and planning business. Um, can you talk a little bit how you went from a small kind of niche business that really only operated in New York City to taking the next step and establishing your own agency, LAA, which you, you guys represent some of the biggest names in the NFL, like Dalvin Cook, J.K. Dobbins, and Josh Gordon? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just, you know, business is kind of like a it's kind of like any other, it's like a sport, right? The more you, the more you practice or you operate, the better you're going to get. So just with, with nightlife, uh, it's kind of, it really started with from spring break and my second semester of freshman year, I, everybody wanted to go on spring break and somebody had a planet and I couldn't afford to go on spring break. If So I was like, you know what, if I plan the trip, I should be, I guess I could just figure out the numbers to cover my share but obviously i took it a step further just being i guess a good businessman and you know i'm putting in the time to set up this whole trip and plan it make sure everybody has a great time i should make some profit on this too and from there now i I had this this group of people it was like 150 people that all went on this trip and were like you you know we're gonna listen to you zach like you put together a great trip so tell us what the next thing you use you want uh, is that you want to do and i was like all right well 
now I want to do clubs. So I went into clubs in New York city and was like, Hey, I have all these people. Let's work out some deals. And then, um, next thing you know, I was just bringing all these people to these clubs, getting paid from there. Uh, and then I recognized that I could, if I was bringing in people and say the club was paying me $10 per person, uh, I just need to get as many people there as possible. I, I could use some help. So I found people that were willing to help me and said, Hey, I'll give you $8 per person. So then they could bring all their people and there was still a $2 profit. So it didn't matter. I could hire as many people as I wanted because everybody was winning and I was getting my spread and just, I guess, applying all of that, that I learned to just being a good businessman, being, being entrepreneurial, thinking, uh, thinking long-term and forward. Um, I had been again an opportunity to work in the sports field with an internship and from there, I just did the same thing, just thought long-term, thought forward, was forward-thinking, signed one client and knew that if I did right by that one client, just like with my first spring break trip, that great spring break trip now allowed me to be the guy that people look towards. So I needed one client to just give me a shot. And thankfully, Dalvin Cook saw in me the determination and the entrepreneurial mind and the, the, the dedication that he puts towards his football craft, I was willing to put towards him and guiding his business endeavors gave me a shot. I, I think I did things right and other people have taken notice and that was it. And then just continue to build. And that's how you build any company, you know, just do good business and, 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 and continue to, to, to grow from those, from, from doing the right things and putting every step forward and building blocks. So. Yeah. I think reputation is, is huge as part of that. I mean, you had that first, that one spring break trip, those people clearly trusted you and that's where you established kind of that leadership and entrepreneurship. Um, and then was Dalvin Cook your first client ever? Dalvin was my first client. Yes. That's not, not a bad first client. Um, and then when you're thinking about what LAA represents and how you are distinguish yourself from other agencies, other representation groups, um, I know that I know the L stands for loyalty. What what does the principle of loyalty mean to you, and how does that distinguish you from other agencies? I think that it just you know, um, it took me four years to kind of really come up with my brand. So when I signed Dalvin at Florida State and we 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 joined forces, um, I just I guess I I was still trying to find my identity of what 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 is this what is the service what is what do I actually bring to the table and going through that process of the draft and then him getting drafted and then the maintaining of, of, of whatever came our way in the league. He happened to tear his ACL, taking care of making sure we had the best doctors, the best rehab, being there every step of the way. And then obviously getting the second contract and ex the extension and then five years, $63 million. And now him being set for life, ideally. Um, what, 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 how did we get there? And I think it was the loyalty between the two of us that, Hey, we're in this together and I'm going to, I'll do anything that I can for you and you're going to do the same. And we each play our roles. I just kind of applied that, that principle of being loyal to each other. So what loyalty means to me is that if I tell you, I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And if you ask me to do something, I'm going to do it because I know that if I ask something of you, that person would do the same. So I think it's just about loyalty is just, you know, um, trust and, and, and being there for somebody. And when you say something, you actually do it. So that's kind of, uh, and that's what I, that's what we're about. That's what my agency, I think, uh, is everybody that I bring into my circle and I want to be around my clients. It's about loyalty and it's doing the things that you, that, that, that you say you're going to do it. I mean, and then from loyalty, it goes to accountability, you know, being accountable, you know, holding everybody accountable and holding yourself accountable ultimately to, mm -hmm. to be loyal to the people that you say, Hey, I'm going to do this for you. I want to have your back. 
give me that opportunity and then really doing it. So. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. That, that helps understand, you know, what that means to you and, and how that principle is really the foundation of your company and what you guys got going on at LAA. And then thinking about some of the major news from earlier this summer is now that college athletes can make money off of name, image, and likeness. So the NIL, mm-hmm. obviously this allows someone like yourself to, who's in the representation space to expand their clientele. But I think it's more than just like more business for agents. How does the new law change the game for both from both perspectives of the student athletes and of the agents? Oh, I mean, it, it changed the entire landscape because obviously these athletes now they can generate revenue from their name, image, and likeness, right? But they still have to weigh that and the time that it that that they're going to put into these opportunities versus what do they actually do and that's their sport so just using football as the example the football player in college has to make a decision hey do i want to go do this opportunity on a saturday or sunday or monday or tuesday or should i maybe be resting and be in the treatment room so everyone has to make the decision because maybe if i miss this treatment session then my body which i might need to play in the nfl for 10 years isn't going to get the work that it needs so i guess it just made uh made the athletes kind of be recognized more about what's important to them from day one right is it hey i'm gonna do every single deal i i want and i can because i need every dollar that i can get right now or you know what maybe i I appreciate this i'm gonna do it i'm gonna set up a structure where maybe i'll do opportunities only on monday because i want to tuesday through sunday i'm going to be focused on football because i want to get to the national football league so it it just gave them uh, more responsibilities i don't think they they're getting paid and compensated for what they really do which is play football for the school that they work for um, that's my obviously opinion. Um, and then for agents, how did it really change? What it changed for agents is now it opened up this pool of players that you got to really find the guys that you believe in and you have to find the guys that you really think are going to make it because you, with me being loyal, I want to find the right guy. So that guy might be a freshman who I believe in that's going to be a first round pick in three years down the road. So I might work with him who, Hey, maybe right now you're, you're the backup um, and you're still learning the playbook but I believe you're going to be a first round pick in three years from now. I want to work with you because we have the same mindset that, Hey, this is all about getting to the national football league. It's not necessarily about how many commercials I can be in. You know, if you want to be in commercials, you want to be an actor and you think that you can create generational wealth that way, then we can have that conversation, but I'm looking for the guys that want to make, who want to create generational wealth to provide for their families. And, 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 and generally speaking, that's their sport that they play. So Mm -hmm. And we've seen a couple of the the guys like Spencer Rattler and, and Derek King from U Miami, where they're now not really in a position to play. One of them's injured and one of them just got benched. So it'll be interesting to see kind of the, like you said, the long-term, if you're looking for the clients who are thinking long-term, they want to make it to the NFL. They might not take every single deal that's presented to them. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's so many, everyone has their own opinion on everything in life. Right. And you know, some guys will say, you know, if, 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 and this is not, I'm not saying which one's my opinion or not, but someone would say, Hey, maybe if Spencer didn't do all those deals, he would have been throwing the football more. He would still have a starting job. And then somebody else might say, well, you know, he, it's good thing that he did those deals because he made some money for what he was doing. And now he might not make any other money from this. So like you can look yeah. at it ways, you know? And um, uh, so I, I think everybody's going to have their opinion on, on mm-hmm. which is correct. So and then more recently, you launched uh, this athlete management training company. Talk a little bit about what inspired that and what you're hoping to accomplish with it. Uh, well, obviously, there's a, there's a whole 
pool of athletes now that back before NIL, technically speaking, couldn't hire any business representatives until they declared they were no longer going to be an amateur. And they went just using football as like, they had to play their three years of football. And then when their bowl game was done, they'd walk off the field and they'd sign with the person that was going to uh, guide their, their, all their business opportunities. Now, as soon as they're even high school, depending on the state, that you can hire a business advisor. So anybody that wants to be an agent right now today, go, go get clients, go get clients, go find clients. That's what makes you an agent. Nothing else makes you an agent besides for having clients. Yeah, you can get certified by the NFL Player Association and you can pay $5,000 and you can get your little agent card, but it's not worth anything if you don't have a client. So the, the, the program really reinforces the idea that um, to be a great agent, it's about being loyal uh, and figuring it out and, and putting your client's best interests forward. And that's not really taught. That's just innate. That's, that's the type of person that you are, you know? So the, the program really brings that out in people and shows them exactly what it, what, what I do on a daily basis and what I believe it takes to be an agent and allow them to, if they're interested, get a, a real life look and make it happen. So, and I think that it's, it's super beneficial because there's a whole pool of athletes out there that need representation. And then if you believe you're meant to be an agent, this program will get you to that point. So that's, that's, that's best, the best way to sum it up. Awesome. And then in the same vein, what's one piece of advice you would give to your younger self, or maybe someone who's trying to get into the agent space. I know you just uh, talked a little bit about, it's kind of like the wild West out here with, you know, all of a sudden there's a huge pool of these new student athletes who are now eligible to make money. Mm -hmm. So what's one piece of advice you'd either give to your younger self or someone who's trying to get into the agency space? I mean, the one piece of advice for anybody that's listening that wants to get in the agent space is hundred percent sign up for this athlete tra management training program. Like it's your opportunity to break in and not have to do what I did, which was, I mean, I spent six months recruiting, recruiting Dalvin in, in Tallahassee, doing everything that I could to prove my worth and my value and that, Hey, I'm really going to be that guy that's loyal and going to be there every single single second there's now the opportunity to sign anyone any day, you know, like then we could have the greatest relationship and then something happens in the bowl game. He walks off the field. He could have said, you know what, never mind. I'm signing with somebody else. That that's not the way it works now. Now it's like, Hey, you get on a call with somebody. It's a great call. And they believe in you and they can feel that you, that you have that energy and that, that, that loyalty and they want to rock with you. They could sign with you that minute. So I guess my advice is anybody that wants to be an agent right now is to sign up for the athlete management training program. It, it, it's your opportunity to crack into this industry. And then the advice for my younger self would be to just keep going forward exactly how you did and just continue to figure stuff out and believe in yourself, you know? Um, and that, I think that's what got me to where I am on this zoom call right now is just believing that, you know what, I can do this, you know, why can't I, why can't I, whoever else. So everyone starts somewhere and everyone gets to where they need to get to. So why can't I? So just to, just to reiterate, I, I wish that there was the program that, I, that, is available now to, to, to anybody that wants to be an agent that was, if it was available to me, I would have, I would have signed up in split second. So um, yeah, I mean, just keep going forward. And this is what you really want to do. You just got to go for it. So. Cool. And then thinking a little bit about the future, what's next for you? Do you think that you'll ever uh, try to get clients that are in other leagues other than the NFL? Have you ever thought about that? Or yeah, definitely, I'm definitely always, always looking for, for, for good opportunities, right? If there's a great, if there's a good opportunity out there to expand and there's uh, the right player in person that fits what I'm looking for in a client, I'd love to. Uh, I'm a firm believer that, and this kind of applies 
to the idea of joining the athlete management training program. This is what you, what I kind of preach is that there's no difference. So yes, I represent football players right now, but that's a person that's just looking for somebody they trust to guide them on this professional career. Obviously the ones that I'm working with are super talented at football. That's their talent. But the basketball player who's going to the NBA, his talent just happens to be basketball. Doesn't mean he's not looking for somebody that's trustworthy and loyal to guide his business. Cause that's all it is. That's they're all mm-hmm. looking for the same. Everyone and everybody has their talent. So you need to be that talent, which is, Hey, my talent is being loyal to you. And that's the service that I can provide to any athlete or entertainer. So I'm always looking to expand and looking for the right people that, that, that see the value I bring. And I want to bring that value to. Great. And I think that's all I have for questions. So if there's anything else you'd like to add, um, any shout outs or where people can find you, that'd be perfect. Uh, LA sports ENT for entertainment at, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And then my personal ones are at Zach Hiller, Z-A-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. Um, and then no, Brendan, I, I appreciate you keep, keep going forward. If this is the industry you want to be in, you're, you're doing it right. You're, you're, you're doing these, these, these podcast calls. You're really, you're really putting yourself out there. And that's what it comes to that. What, that's what makes somebody a great agent is that they're willing to put themselves out there and understand, Hey, I'm going to keep pushing forward until I get exactly what I want. And that's what the clients want, right? They're going to want a certain contract and you got to put yourself out there until you get them that contract. So it's no different. Uh, I appreciate you having me on and, uh, I look forward to, to seeing seeing where you go with with uh, this podcast and what you where you go in the future and keep in touch with me. Cool, thank you, Zach. I appreciate it, man. Thank you.